Hello, this is a prepaid collect call from an inmate at the county jail. This call is subject to recording and monitoring. To accept charges, press 1. To refuse charges, press 2. Well, hello there, Brian. How goes the battle? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Ricky Grundy. Yeah, I, I remember doing that interview. He, uh, he really gave a lot of interesting uh, insight into his uh, life before incarceration. Oh, good, good. Well, I'm glad that uh, your family's looking at that uh, video. And uh, are there any discussions? That's okay. Good, so you're involved too. And, oh, right on, right on. So uh, the word's getting out there. You know, your life has meaning. And being incarcerated doesn't mean that you're a terrible person and that you're geared to do evil in the world. It's it's a good red flag to show that there's there's something that needs attention. And once we focus on that, we can really get your life up and running and set on the goals that you want. And a good way to do that is the more uh, we learn about you, the easier it is to... Uh, help you find the resources that can help you reach your goals. And in some cases too, we, we can help you to uh, create goals. And I'm hoping these interviews on OxyWord are going to lead to some of the, the coolest little things out there. And uh, we can get, we can get it, handle on some of the yeah okay and and yeah social media is good and news reporting it's just that there's a lot of news going on in the world and i think people are really interested in the actual crime and not the uh, story behind it and some of the big violent criminals, you know, you'll, you'll see them on news magazines or you'll read uh, articles about them in uh, local media. And I, I like that, except it really vilifies the, uh, the person who actually committed the crime. And I, I'm really against fear and hate being spread across the United States. I think that's a big part of the reason that people are are being attacked and attacking and so uh we got to try to work on a way to uh kind of ease this uh this fear of folks and when we target individuals you know a certain political party or a certain uh political candidate or religions then people tend to want to stay away from it if we're saying cops are causing all these problems then people want to run away from cops and they get scared if um, if a blue siren or something shows up in their roof and mirror and i i don't think that's fair and uh 
if people understand there was a violent crime committed and talk to the person, why did you commit this crime? What was going on in your life? You have 60 seconds remaining. Yeah, it, it, I, I see a lot of negative feedback on that too. A lot of folks just love to put their two cents worth in. And that, that's just life. But we need to change how we view each other. We make mistakes. We do bad things. How do we deal with it? How can we properly heal folks on both sides, victim and perpetrator? Okay, good. At least you're talking to you. You have family. 30 seconds remaining. And that's that's exactly what we need. We, we need folks to get out and talk. And, and I'm 100% for that. But uh, I just ask that you continue to spread the word on that video. And there's some others too. Marianne Atkins, she's, she's, she's a good one. And uh, yeah, good, good. Yeah, uh, your family needs to uh, work with you. And uh, that's a good start. All right. Well, thanks for the call and uh, you take care of yourself. Thank you for using inmate call. Goodbye. Well, hello. Welcome to AQS inmate call. I am your host, Joel Wilborn. And in this particular episode, I just want to focus on the videos that I do for YouTube the OxyWord videos. They are uh, designed to open up discussion, to help families to have something to talk about and, and to work out scenarios and, and ways to deal with, with uh, tragic situations and quite possibly avoid any uh, misunderstandings or you know, missed uh, signs like depression or suicidal tendencies, anxiety, maybe even a, a serious medical condition. We all need to keep a lookout on each other, especially family members. And uh, with the world changing right now, I, I don't think it's going to get better. And I don't think there's really much we can do. We just have to accept that there's going to be a lot of crime going on. It's just that we can reduce the uh, out onset of it by understanding what's causing this upswing in crime and reaching out to people. Because once it's been done, the best I can get out of it is just advice from people that committed the crime. What we need to concentrate on is who's going to be walking into a mall and, and start shooting. Who's the next person that's going to do that? Who's the next person that's going to go out into the woods and commit suicide? Who's the next person that's going to go into a jewelry store and uh, take items? And if we remain vigilant, if we're, we're paying attention to what's going on around us and notice the, the people that we interact with, we can see some of the signs. Now, it's not a, it's not a 100% accurate science. And there are experts out there who can really pick people out. This is one of those situations where uh, if you see something that's just kind of unusual, 
you know, maybe you see a person pacing around outside of a, a residence, or you see a car that drives up and down the street, or maybe at night you see figures you know, moving around in the bushes. I don't think law enforcement will get upset at you if you call and say you're concerned. And what I like to mention is we know what happens after the fact. When a crime is committed, we know a crime is committed. We know who committed it. We know what we can do to handle that situation. And most likely, it's to lock the person up. What we don't know is those two or three people that heard something, or saw something, or reached out to somebody and got a very good response. And didn't go out and commit suicide, or shoot up a school, or break into a person's home, or assault somebody. We don't have a way to track that, but it goes on. It happens in our life, just like those terrible things that we we see on the news and that we we're you know kind of look out for. I, I know、uh, when I was growing up, I was a big fan of Michael Jackson. He was close to my age, and I could really relate to his his、uh, his songs. And、uh, he he wrote a song that dealt with looking at yourself in the mirror, and that really touched me. And I, I've I've heard several different versions of that particular mindset. And I like to teach it to other folks. We can go out and we can complain, and we can we can bang on the drum, and we can protest and boycott. We can do all these kind of things to draw attention to the the issue that we're concerned about. It's just that in order to get control of it, in order to Stop it from happening. We have to do something ourselves. We have to look into the mirror, and that person looking back at us—that reflection—is the person who can take care of the situation. Don't rely on other people to do things for you, and that gives us all a sense of independence. And when a manager goes out and hires a team, he's not going to hire other managers because they're. Focus is managing. He's going to hire people that will pick up where he leaves off. So let's say a, a, a man opens up a restaurant. He's going to want to hire people to be hosts. He's going to want to hire people to be cooks. He's going to want to hire a janitorial team, a security team, finance team, supply team. And and these are people that are going to help him succeed in this business, and help the business to grow. And we can't be naive enough to think that we can open up this business and do everything by ourselves. Even people who are artists, you know, you can think of your favorite pop singer or rock singer or or entertainer in general. 
and uh, there's there's a team behind them. And sometimes when you go to the concerts, they'll walk up and say, I, I, I'd like to throw out a shout out to uh, my uh, band or the uh, roadies or the the, the, the people who um, drive the buses or um, set the appointments. And yeah, that team is important. And there's a lot we can do by ourselves, but I think we have an easier way of getting things done when we have a team behind us and a supportive relationship team. I'm 100% for that. I push that every chance I get. And when we, we look into that mirror and we see that person who's going to help us solve these things, we got to ask questions. We got to find out who can be on our team. We got to we got to uh, do a lot of background research, and in many cases, it's not easy. And a lot of folks just want to give up before they even start. But we got to keep pushing this. We got to keep going because when we just sit around, things are going to happen, and we'll be upset about them. But the fact that we didn't do anything to prevent to prevent it from happening, or we didn't do anything. To, to show the, the folks that are doing these things that there are people out there who care. And so when you think of yourself as a team, as uh, like you're an actor in a movie and everything around you is geared for your uh, entertainment to help you to make this movie that you're in exciting. You know, the bad guy is there to make you look good. The supporting cast, like the taxi driver or the teacher or the uh, even a police officer, they're there to make your character look good and promote the plot. And in real life, plot is your goal. It's, it's what you want to accomplish. It's when you get up in the morning because you love yourself, you care about yourself. You're getting up in the morning, you're eating, you're exercising, you're... Uh, Bathing yourself and clothing yourself because you love yourself. You care about yourself. That's why you do these things. It's just part of the love process. And when you're doing all these things for yourself, you know the results that it comes out. And that's a good start. So you have the skills. You have the capability of helping other folks. You can reach out. And if these people don't want your help, that's fine. You can't force it on them because that does more harm than good. You can definitely concentrate on yourself. That man in the mirror, that reflection that you're looking at, that's you. That you have complete control of that person. You know what the strengths are. You know what the weaknesses are. And you can push that person. And if you need a little bit of help, if you need a parent, you need a sibling, you need a counselor, you need uh, a co-worker, then reach out. No, in my opinion, is not a bad thing. If somebody says no, it's not that, well, we can say it's not necessarily that they just don't like you and don't want to help. It's just that you need people who want to work with you, who want to uh, accomplish a goal, and who want to uh, be a part of the team. So uh, if somebody says no... It's just that this person isn't the one for the job. It's like you, you're interviewing people and you find somebody that's just, 
they're a great person, you know, make a fantastic friend. It's just that they're not fit for your team. And so you would say, no, I don't want this person. And the person could want to be a part of your team. But you could just say, no. So I don't look at the word no as bad. You know, if you ask somebody, um, you know, you turn on the air conditioner and you, and you say, are, are you cold? And the person says, no. And, and is that a bad thing? No, it's just you you got the answer you wanted and you move on. If the person says yes, then suddenly yes is a bad thing. It's like, oh my goodness, got to turn up the air conditioner and now I'm going to be hot. And words and communication, they get our point through. So don't fear the word no. Don't fear rejection. It's just at least you're getting an honest response. You're, you're, you're finding out that this person isn't set for what you're looking for. And once you find the people, then you want to uh, concentrate on the skill that they can offer you. You can't expect one person to do everything. But if this person is an electrician and you're looking for somebody to wire a home and, you, and this person is excited about it and wants to and is well qualified, then that's what you concentrate on. Now, with, uh, with these oxy words, these people, they committed a crime and they went to court. They got convicted and now they're sitting in prison. And I'll ask them, what can we do to prevent other folks from coming to prison? And Ricky, he was talking about his life growing up. He came home from school one day and his key wouldn't work in the lock on the door of his home. And he was confused, you know, he's, he's, he's a child and like, what is this? Now, he was living with his dad, who was into crime, very serious crime. And some teenage girls looked out the window and they said, you don't live here anymore, you need to go. And imagine coming home from school and running into that. And suddenly your life is just turned upside down. Hopefully a lot of us don't go through that, but he did. And then he has to try to find a way to survive. So when I uh, talk to folks like him, I want to know, what did you do? How did you overcome this? What motivated you? And, you know, in this interview, in this, his Oxyword interview, he, he laid all of this out. He talked about what he thinks about while in prison and what advice he wants to offer folks on the outside and what he wants to, to do with his family and with his kids, you know, how, they're, how they're, his relationship with them is very important. And I like that kind of information. That's more helpful to me, and it helps me to work with people to prevent them from committing a crime than banning or banning stuff or limiting rights. I don't really see how that's going to help solve the evils of the world. And uh, the first step in solving any problem out there is to identify the problem. And... All these folks, when I interview them, they're not saying that because I could easily buy a gun, that's why I committed this crime, or because drugs are, are, are so um, 
easy to obtain, and、uh, the the effects are so well、um, received by my body that I have to keep doing that. It's not that simple. You know, one person, and、uh, she's not really into interviewing anything, but she's doing fine. But when she was in prison and I visited her, she was saying that she just wanted to please the people around her, and so she was doing things that she would not normally do on her own. And then she got to the point where she didn't trust her own decision, but she was pleasing other folks. And I just looked at her and told her, I said, "Well, what's wrong with you?" Deciding to work for yourself. Why don't you tell you what to do? You have such a fantastic、uh, loyalty that I don't think you would abandon yourself, and I think you would work really hard to please yourself. And it's not a sin; it's not a terrible thing to want to please yourself because you love yourself. Of course, you want yourself to be happy, and once you give that up, things start falling apart. And she decided to try that, and it was really working for her. She could really push herself. She was that kind of person. She had that type of personality. And Ricky's gotten to that point as well, and he shared this, so he's able to share this so that other people can watch this video. Same thing with Anthony Covert and、uh, Marianne Atkins. They're sharing their experiences and they're asking for、uh, support in the right places. So I really believe they're going to get out and be very successful.、Uh, Cami, she's doing、uh, TikTok videos and she's got a lot of followers and she is just tickled pink. She's doing a fantastic job. With her family and sharing cooking advice,、uh, she does little caricatures and stuff. So she's she's doing well, and you can watch her on TikTok. You can hear her interview on on、uh, OxyWord, and hopefully you'll be able to talk to folks and、uh, come up with、uh, ways that. You and the folks in your inner circle can help other folks, and of course, definitely help yourself to stay out of trouble. And there are times, unfortunately, where where things just get rough. And there are times that I've, when I've talked to some of these folks, that they really have no one to turn to. But there's some、uh, telephone numbers that you can get. To、uh, call a crisis line, suicide line.、Uh, you, you, there's people that have those groups, and you can call uh, a count, uh, not really a counselor, but a sponsor. And I know a lot of、uh, churches. You can call the pastor, or, or the pastor has some people that are on the team. You can call team members. You can call family members. And I know trust is hard, and especially when you trust somebody and then you get betrayed, it's really, really bad, and it it hurts. It doesn't mean give up though. There's there's somebody out there that wants your you to trust them, and they'll go out of their way. And、uh, 
in many cases, that person is you. And the more skills you learn, the more uh, resources you gain, the easier it is to be independent and get out there. But a lot of us, we weren't meant to be independent. We were meant to be part of a group, part of a, a family. And uh, your friends are the family that you create. And it's not really hard because you know what you want. That's the easiest job for you is to find the people to fit. And be very uh, selective on it. If there's somebody out there that doesn't meet your qualifications, don't be ashamed. Don't be shy of saying no. And, you know, that could be a nice little motivator for you, too, that you just keep going until you find them. Failure doesn't come around unless you just give up. And as long as you're fighting, as long as you're standing up, you're winning. And that's important. Ricky had a very rough life, but he's he's in good spirits now. And he was referred to me by Damar Nelson. And Damar is doing stuff from prison that most incarcerated people don't even think about doing. And he's willing to share that information with a lot of people. And when you listen to these folks talk about what they went through in their life, it might remind you of somebody else. And you could think, if I step in now and try to offer my assistance, try to expand the network, I could quite possibly prevent this person from committing a crime. There's no guarantee the person is going to commit a crime, but if you see the signs, reach out. Definitely reach out. That's how we're going to stop it. So I'm asking that you tune in to OxyWord, listen to Ricky Grundy, listen to Marianne Atkins, Damar Nelson, and uh, form your own opinion. Strengthen yourself. Let's end this rising crime spree. And we can do that by simply working with each other, listening. Offering assistance. And maybe you can't be on the phone all the time talking to people. And maybe your time is limited. But, you know, one phone call, one text message, e message can make a world of difference. A world of difference. So, uh, thanks for tuning in. Please tune in to the Joel Wilborn. YouTube channel and check out OxyWord. Have yourself a wonderful day and make fantastic memories for tomorrow.